With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This show is brought to you in association with Labbrooks for all your betting needs. With a new site design and great prices, it's our preferred bookie. New members can get a free match bet up to £50 when you sign up and use the code LAD50. Check on site for details at labbrooks.com. What is the worst team in the Premier League? Uh-oh, Arsenal appear to be in last place in the Premier League right now. Hello and welcome to the Spurs show. It's Theo Delaney here sitting in for Mike Lee, sitting in for Phil Cornwell, etc. And we're strangely upbeat despite the fact we lost this weekend for the obvious reason that the arse were humiliated yesterday by the Appy Ammers, my brother's team. Anyway, I've got to celebrate that uh, eventuality with us. I've got the 100 Club's legendary mod DJ and promoter, Dave Edwards. Hello. He's asked me not to say legendary, but I've taken that decision. And I've also got Tottenham royalty here, the one and only Rob White. Yeah, hello, how are you? I'm all right. Now, good, Rob, good. But let's, get this, let's talk about this first. What on earth was that? <coughs> That's that Siri making a bit of a reason. There's a reason bit. for that, mate. Oh, oh, hold on. Okay, good. <laughs> that was actually a link, uh, sound link that Rob's done for himself, because I was, I was actually about to ask him about what he's been up to this week, and I can tell you what he's done. He has cycled all the way from Tottenham to Manchester in order to watch Tottenham's game uh, at Saturday lunchtime in Manchester. Rob, tell us all about it. Yeah, it was basically, we set off on Thursday. There's me, there's a... a a couple of Spurs fans uh, from Norway, one who lives in London called Knut. Uh, Martin is the other guy. Um, basically, a few years back, three years back, three seasons ago, Knut was involved in a bet and the loser had to cycle to the first away game of their respective team and he drew Newcastle and it took him six days to get there. Oh my God. And I said to him when I was having a drink one day, if you ever get that again, I'm, I'm coming with you. You're not doing it on your own. You, you'd obviously had a few. I had a few. And I actually, to be promise. honest, I couldn't remember saying it at all. <laughs> He's probably made it up. I think he has. So we basically, we, we decided to do it this, well, he did it last year, which was 
Palace. I think with the year, be- no, the year before was West Ham or the other way around. Right. Yeah. West Ham which, was which West Ham was last year. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's and Palace was the year before. That's right. Yeah. So we decided to do it this time, and uh, the three of us set off Thursday morning from White Hart Lane. Yeah. Cycled all the way up there and 200 and something miles, I think, in the end. 220 so miles. So only one overnight on the way up? Uh, two overnights, two. actually. We only got, got to uh, Market Harbour the first night, right, no, which is north of, of not Northampton. <laughs> north of Northampton. North of Northampton, okay. Leicestershire. Yeah, yeah, and Leicestershire. Right. And then the second Dave's night... Dave's done a few gigs there. Yeah. We <laughs> eventually, eventually, eventually got to Stockport after... A hell Stockport. of a hill out of Osh- Ash- you stayed in Stockport. We stayed in Stockport. Yeah, we I got very there. close, really close. Lovely but town. Ran out of light and didn't have any. But it was great. It was. It, yeah. was, it was. In hindsight, it was a great experience, and it was a lovely way to actually go to watch the game. Um, yeah. So there we go. And great. if you want to, basically, we sort of did it. Most of it was just for ourselves. Yeah. If people want to go, there's a Facebook page called Two Wheels yeah, Charity. I visited so people, it myself. I know you've visited it. Yeah. Um, and I think it's something that we, I think Knut, the guy that started it, is something he'd like to grow. Yeah, good idea. Uh, and eventually, you could turn you know, it into a big group. You could turn it into a big thing. Yeah. First game of the season, yeah. who knows? Yeah, good. Um, and if you go on there, there's a link to, there's a, a sort of charity called Sporting Networks UK, right. which is a, sorry, Sporting Memories um, UK, I think it is. Yeah. Go, forgotten. But they deal with, funny enough, Alzheimer's and dementia. Oh. Um, so if people want to go on there and give some money, fine. If they don't, it's not a problem. Great. We sort of did it for us. Yeah, yeah. And we had a good time. And good. I can talk about the game in a bit. Dave, did you watch the game? Unfortunately not. I was, oh. um, I was on my way to a gig at a right. retro festival in Newbury. Oh. And I spent two hours stuck in traffic in Hammersmith. So you heard it on the radio? Uh, no, because I, I had a, an unhappy companion with me who doesn't like football. What? Yeah. And, uh, what? I've heard it all now. Who yeah. on earth could this person Shocking. be? Shocking. Who was this person? Um, it was a, a very good friend of mine. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. This very good friend of yours yeah. prevented you from listening to Tottenham Hotspur? It was very... Uh, I would have been really irate. More, th- more irate than I was, knowing that we were 1-0 down and I'm stuck in Hammersmith for two hours. I, I can't... I can't. I'm struggling to imagine a scenario where someone, someone would have to, they'd have to render me unconscious. My wife has tried that a few times, actually, to stop me listening to the football in the car. Well, so you don't, you're none the wiser. Did you see any highlights? I, I, saw, I managed to get up and watch it on Sunday morning. Oh, yeah, on and, the old Sunday morning um, match of the day. Yeah, but I, I got texts from a, a Mancunian who said we were very unlucky. We were. And uh, also an Evertonian who... Said the same thing? Yep. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, there's you know, undeniable. We I mean, uh, so Rob, so we were in three different positions. So yeah. I watched it live on the telly. You, you saw some highlights the next mm-hmm. day. Rob saw it in the flesh, in the ground. What, yeah. was your, what were your impressions, Rob? I was, I, was, I was quietly impressed, to be honest. I, uh, I guess it was maybe cycling that far that for one time in my life, I thought I'm actually going to enjoy a Spurs game no matter what. Because right. normally you sit there and you just get wound up. I yeah. thought, so that I've not cycled 230 miles to get wound up that's bad enough and cliche but the fans were fantastic yeah. the United that fans were terrible it's maybe something we should touch on but it was it, we got there we cycled in from Stockport so really early in the morning we got there about 9 o'clock and I jokingly said we'll be there with all the Japanese tourists and we were there with all the <laughs> Japanese <Yeah>. tourists <laughs> doing selfies and yeah. you know, we did it but um, I think it might have been a little glimpse into uh, football future at Wyatt Lane that's my worry a bit like um it's a Beautiful Life or Christmas Carol. Yeah. The ghost of Christmas, of, of football future. future. Yeah. Because they've got 70,000 people there. We were lucky enough afterwards to meet up with some really nice United fans, guys that had had season tickets for 20-odd years. Yeah. 
and they were bemoaning how rubbish the atmosphere is there. I mean, right. if you think White Hart Lane's quiet. Yeah, because White Hart Lane's also full of tourists well, a lot of the time, isn't it? This but is no, going to make on this, no though. sense, this bit of conversation, especially to a DJ, but 30,000 people... Oh, hang on, 70,000 people can be a lot quieter, more quiet than 30,000 yeah. people, which yeah. is a weird thing to yeah. say. But Yeah, no, I, I, um, I fully understand. I mean, times I've, I've been at the lane last season, some of the atmosphere was just dreadful. Yeah. You know, there's... But this there's was even no worse, backing. right? It was worse for them, but it was great yeah. for us, hence my Yeah, because voices. Tottenham never stopped singing. But no. that's the away and home away thing, isn't it? Yeah. I, had, uh, I went to Old Trafford three seasons ago, I think, when we were tuning up at half-time. Yeah. And the Spurs in was fantastic. Yeah. And Liverpool, uh, Manchester United fans didn't start didn't singing respond. until, I think, the fourth goal went in. Right. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, it's so flat up there. Yeah. I think the other interesting thing, just get away from the football slightly, was we met a guy afterwards who's uh, probably about 60-odd, comes from London, uh, to about eight or nine games a season. The only way this guy can get tickets is to pay 250 quid for like a, a sort of semi-corporate thing to Barclays because he's a Barclays right. account holder. Right. And that's the only way he can get a ticket for the game. Terrible. Because he's... He, yeah, anyway, so that's... I, 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 never, I, I thought back to the game... Well, what we've learned from this, Rob, is that you were determined for the once in your life not to moan about the football, but you found something else to moan about. <laughs> well, come on. Come on, Theo. I'm a Spurs fan. But I can moan about the football if you want. I, no. I, I, I thought I thought there was some some strange. I tell you what, I I think some of our players thought it was still like an exhibition game, <laughs> a little bit. Uh, you know, they didn't. Yeah, seem, some of our players yeah, or I some of so. the. Well, I think yeah. some of the players yeah. full stop. Yeah, maybe maybe it didn't look sharp. Yeah, it, it it just looked a bit. And I thought the decision to play Dyer where he played Dyer was a weird one. Yeah, but you know what? It's he almost like game. he's he had a good game. He did fine considering he's playing out of position. But I think what he's saying is, listen, I've been here. Way over a year now, I've been saying to you, Daniel, that I need a big, muscular central midfield player. That's what my system is based around. And you still haven't bought me one. You haven't bought me Schneiderlin. You haven't bought me McCarthy or whatever his name is from Everton. All these players have asked for. I'm having to play the centre-half there. This is, what, this is what's happening. Because I, I think that's what his thing is. He's but, been after someone like that for a while, and, and, and Levy hasn't stumped up the cash. And I think also another thing I noticed was that, that any pace that was there is yeah. now gone. Yeah, because there was well, no, Lennon, no Townsend, no, Townsend, yeah. no yeah. Lennon, yeah, no Defoe. And uh, yeah, yeah. Chadley's a weird one. Chadley, he's got that Deceptive. weird sort of. Well, he's quite quick, but he he does that thing. In fact, one of the guys that was that was with me described it fantastically. He said Chadley reacts after a ball is kicked. He doesn't react just before it. And the the right. best players yeah, react they just before it yeah. happens. Yeah. And Chadley sort of will look for a few seconds. <laughs> oh, ball's gone there. Let's go for it. Well, wait a minute. Yeah, there it exactly. Goes. Um, <laughs> But I thought there were some, there were some, there were positives. Yeah, uh, definitely. I thought, um, I mean, I thought this team. You look at it from back, from back to front. You look at you've got a fantastic goalkeeper and a decent second choice goalkeeper who played on Saturday. Yeah. You've now got a well stocked defence where you've got two, d- at least two decent players for every position because you bought this right back who obviously didn't play Trippier. Yeah. Alderweireld, if that's how you say it, Toby. I thought was Toby. Outsta- he was outstanding, wasn't he? Yeah. Well, let's all just call him Toby. <laughs> Keep it easy. But he was outstanding, wasn't he? Because he looks like. A good centre half who's also yeah, a very good footballer. We'll change that. Yeah, I mean, obviously we might might diminish him as is the usual way. I'm a I'm a Carl Walker fan. Thought he had a good game, apart from his one unfortunate mishap. And of course, Vertonghen's a good footballer as well. I mean, a better footballer than he is a defender, arguably. But yeah, so you look at the defence, that's fine. Then you look at the next section, which is the two holders. And I, like as I just said, I think it looks a bit lightweight. And Bentaleb. 
had the worst game I've ever seen yeah, him have. Absolutely. I mean, he never has a game that bad. And so he was absolutely, it was like, was he unfit or was his mind elsewhere or something? But he, the, the shocking uh, passing from him was very un, unlike him. And then, of course, Dyer playing out of position but, but trying manfully. Mason's okay, isn't he? But Mason. he's a little bit lightweight. I think they need a big fella in there. That's why they wanted Schneider in. That's why they wanted McCarthy. I've had a thought about that. You know what I'm thinking? The big fellow with the big hair from Manchester United. Fellaini, yeah. 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 Well, I mean, he's such a massive with... physical presence. <coughs> and he can play that position. I think we tried to buy him when he was at Everton. I think we did. Did we? Because hmm. I reckon he's excess baggage at uh, Manchester United. Do we need another Belgian? Yes. We do. We, so we're going for the Belgian. You can, yeah. can always do with another <laughs> Belgian. I think he, he could be great. But anyway, they probably asked for Kane in, res, res, uh, in uh, exchange. Then the next level, the next section worries me mm. because there's not enough depth and not enough quality. Ericsson obviously is quality. Dembele, mm. Chadley. I thought, mm. the, I thought Dembele was poor. On, on Lamella, mm. yeah. I mean, they're all, none of them would get into any of the top sides. Only Ericsson out of that whole section. So that's a worry. He's going to need to get at least one more quality player there for me. And then up front, of course, we've got one great striker and that's it. So, yeah. the, so I reckon we need at least three players. Least. I mean, I, I think we need an experienced better limited fielder that's also yeah. going to bring those kids on. Like when we signed Davidge years ago, yeah. someone who's been there, done it, yeah. got experience and is a player for the young players to look up to because we've got a great set of youngsters there, you know, an absolutely f- fantastic set of youngsters. But I think we need that wise old head to guide them a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I think what's quite I interesting... About, the trouble is, when you start thinking about who... Mm. I mean, I came up with Fellaini after, and I, I was racking my brain for about yeah, yeah. eight hours in the middle of the night. <clears throat> That's the best I could do. I mean, who else is there? Uh, I, I mean, uh, uh, Schneiderlin, for example. Yeah. I mean, uh, Schneiderlin would have been good. Schweinsteiger would have been great. They snaffled the two of them. Yeah. Because they sure. saw that yeah. was their weakness last season. I'm not sure Schweinsteiger's the, the, the man. I, I, I don't think so. I may be proved wrong. Yeah. <clears throat> but he, may um, be, he may be a spent force, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just thought. I thought what happened with uh, with Dyer playing in that position. Yeah, it's a bit like when um, Jones play uh, United play Jones there, Phil yeah. Jones in that yeah. position. He doesn't seem the brightest guy, and he's not sure if he's a centre back or yeah. a, or a centre midfield. Yeah. Dyer's maybe smarter than him. Yeah, but I thought what that did, bearing in mind it, it, it was possibly a good time to play United. What it did, it just meant that we were going to take it. We were taking a small attacking role away, and I would have started with um, Delhi Delhi Ali. Delhi. Yeah, he looked good, didn't he? He looked good. Yeah, he yeah. looked very good. And actually, I know hindsight's a wonderful thing. And if you look at what Village um, uh, did yesterday with the, this guy, this sixteen-year-old yeah. West Ham Oxford. player, and it, go, it can go two ways. But I think there was possibly the chance. You know, D- D- Delhi Ali doesn't seem like a guy that's shy. A uh, chance to put him in at United, yeah. And, and yeah, yeah, he was making he all the right noises to the occasion. Yeah, um, and I think I would have played him above Dyer. That would that would have been my right um, because Dyer's another you know you got five defenders effectively in the side yeah yeah and we're pretty poor that's been something that's evident last year attackers joining uh, midfielders joining the attack yeah we're we're actually quite slow to get there yeah you uh, want at least one of them to sort yeah. of break forward don't you so I think he would have been the guy but anyway you know it was um, but on the whole it was I mean t- we were unlucky everybody I mean all the stats said we matched them in every way we certainly made as yeah. many chances as them and what was kind of a flat game but we, we definitely were in no sense outclassed it was a very even game and they got one lucky goal which is frustrating but they were scored by us exactly exactly going back to Deli Alley I mean I'm, I'm really excited by him I think he's yeah, going to be a great prospect yeah. 
against Manchester United for MK Dons last year, he, he, he ran the game. For yeah. them, you know, he was a real yeah. thorn in their side, and uh, and it's a great point that it would have been give, worth giving him a chance from the start yeah. on Saturday. I wouldn't be surprised to see him getting starts pretty soon. Yeah. yeah. Thing is, he's yeah. Whether he wants to, where does he? Does he definitely play in those two? Or does he play further forward? I wonder. No, I think that's well. I've, I've heard him described as a box to box player. Right. So he could um, be the one. So if they had someone like Bentaleb playing well, yeah. sitting but sitting, and then <clears> allow him the license to run forward and join yeah. in, yeah. Because yeah, he scores goals as well. He's, he's quite a biggish yeah. lad. I mean, he's still young, so he's not going to start bullying anyone, yeah. but he's quite a big lad, isn't he? he but he's, he's confident as well. Yeah, know, he's, he's definitely not confident. scared, and yeah, he's, he's got a lot of skill. Yeah. I'm trying to think who it was, but somebody. I didn't watch the uh, Real Madrid game because it, it was on a channel I haven't got. Right. Somebody watched it, and I think they were trying to wind me up because they said, oh, he looks a bit like Jermaine Jenis. Yeah, well, and uh, you know all my uh, all my <laughs> well, all those old Genus, came back to it's funny because of course he he has he had everything, didn't he? But did never never applied it all at once. I think <laughs> he's a very good pundit, though. He I'd is. say he's a better pundit than he was. Yeah. Uh, it's a terrible. I think his saving grace was that he always seemed to play well against, against Arsenal, Arsenal. Absolutely, which, you right. know that that yeah. gives you a lot of mileage. It does. So. It does. So we're feeling reasonably upbeat then. And so what about? But we got Stoke next. Yeah, I'm away. I'm on holiday if somebody wants to pop uh, around a burg on me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, that's obviously traditionally a tough game. For, well, it's a cliche that Stoke's a tough game. But yeah. last season, it was the, I oh, would say it was, the, it was the darkest moment of the season Stoke at home. Yeah. We were absolutely, I mean, useless. It was so bad. It was unbelievable. The season before, we absolutely, we murdered them at home. It was Christmas time. It was, remember? yeah. 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 So um, so it'll be an well, interesting uh, test. I watched them yesterday against Liverpool. They weren't all that Stoke, I thought they were. But I thought Stoke and Liverpool both looked very ordinary yesterday. Have they just bought Shakira? Uh, Sh- well, they, it, he looked like it was on the cards, yeah. The, the, the Latin uh, songstress. Yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, well, that looked on the cards. That's a class act, isn't it, Shakira? I think so, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. They've got some good players, that's for sure. They looked, they didn't look great yesterday, but maybe that was an opening day thing as well. But that'll be an interesting game because it won't be obviously. It won't, it's not just a run of the mill. You know, it's not a particularly easy home game. It'll be a good test. Mm-hmm. I mean, the they also play a bit more football now. They still mix it they up. Do. But they play a bit. They more do play a bit as well. more football. They still, they'll, they'll still beat you up a bit. They've exactly. Still got, they've still got Charlie Adam and Wheelan and people like that to kick you and think, Shawcross. Yeah, but I think Shawcross, Shawcross might be injured. injured. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, which is probably good. And you know, unfortunately, if we show our our weaknesses like we normally do then you know it is going to be a tough game we've got yeah. that soft spot which teams like Stoke would always go for so yeah but I, you know, I'm fairly upbeat I think we can get a result and uh, yeah I think so what do we think about the transfer market are we gonna is it gonna be t- typical Tottenham I think Levy is doing his usual thing. I think he's doing his usual dance trying to screw the best deals out of various people in terms of selling and buying. And I think it'll all come down to probably the last day. And some days it pays off, doesn't it? Sometimes it pays off, sometimes it doesn't. But I definitely think we need to to have any chance of top four. And most people don't think we've got I'd like to know if Levy's the sort of person that buys his Christmas presents in the (laughs) Boxing Day sales. Because it's sort of that mentality, isn't it? Yeah. It's just like... Why pay that now when absolutely we get that? That is then. exactly what it is. But we all, we all think it's terrible. And we all take the piss out of him and everything. But he is only interested in getting the best possible deal at all times. Yeah. Sometimes that all that turns around and, and bites you on the arse. But sometimes it, he does, does great deals. You know, it's I mean, funny that's just be, his way, the way he works. Because when we bought Modric. He got in really early on as soon as the yeah he did. Went, and yeah he goes from one extreme to yeah. another. 
Yeah. yeah, was that a World Cup year? I think it. I might think have it was. Been. Yeah, I think it was. So I yeah, think he bro- basically just realised the price. He, would the price could go up if mm. he plays bust. really well. Yeah, um, <clears throat> but it is frustrating, especially because the season started earlier. So yeah, we're we've got a, a week. Whole... Yeah, a week f- earlier into the season. It means we've got another three more got weeks, a whole month yeah. to play to without the, yeah. without the the important exactly. reinforcements, even if they come at all. Yeah, and you know it's like we're not learning lessons. Yeah, or Levy's not learning lessons in. You know, let's get a, a strong team ready for the start of the yeah. season. I wonder whether I wonder whether he he just does the sums and works out whether it's worth that many points. You know, we're going to finish. I think he probably thinks we're going to finish seventh, sixth, or fifth, and whether those six points make that much difference. Whether you can gain those back eventually, I don't know. That's that's sort of how I would look upon it because he's a businessman. That's yeah. maybe how he looks mm. upon it. I don't know. Maybe that's one of the things yeah, yeah. he takes into account. Um, yeah, P- quite apart from all that resale value that he's very keen on and all that sort of Pritchard stuff. Pritchard scored two for the under twenty ones today. Oh, did he? That's good. And Laurie's, and Laurie's played. Laurie's played ninety minutes. Yeah. Which why couldn't he play ninety minutes on Saturday? Yeah, that's like I know it's under twenty ones Everton and Old yeah. Trafford, but it did it did make yeah. I suppose it's less risky, isn't it? You know, well. Does it? But I mean, I did for a moment thought, what's this? Lloris isn't playing, and De Gea's not <laughs> playing. What's going on here? But hopefully, nothing. Nothing. Now, I'm, I've been asked to remind you by our executive producer and overlord, Mike Lee, that mm. there is still time to join the Spurs Show Dream Team League. In order to do that, you have to go to www.dreamteamfc.com and register a team for free. And then you join our league by entering the PIN number, which is 83915524. This is all obviously online. You can get all this. And a signed shirt to a player picked out randomly and lots of prizes throughout the season. That's what's on offer. So it's worth uh, worth having a go and it's good fun. I've got a team in it. Have you? Yeah. And we've signed up with Labbrooks also to bring you some exclusive betting odds and offers that w- we've wrangled out of them for you. I like the copywriting here. <laughs> I like this. Follow the links on our Facebook page and Twitter feed for starters. And there's a free bet of up to £50 for you. I guess that's for new sign-ups. So at 50 quid, it's not bad. Also, a date for your diary. Live show, Monday 7th of December. That's always a good one. The old Christmas party. And uh, also, if you haven't already, join our Facebook, Twitter, and get the new Spurs Show iPhone, iPhone apps at spursshow.net. And uh, I might as well finish and tell you, we haven't finished yet, but I might as well t- get all this out of the way, to tell you the exciting news that next week our guests are Martin Cloak, who is now a very Whoa. big wheel in the Tottenham Hotspur Supporters yes. Trust. So he has, I mean, he's always gr- a great contributor, but he's got, he's got real weight now, Cloakey. And also... The one and only Mickey Hazard. Mickey. Oh. Probably the greatest ex-player by some criteria well, because he is such a massive fan. It's funny, you know, because he, he retweeted about the cycle ride after we finished Brilliant. it. Brilliant. We got loads of retweets and loads of tweets. It was lovely. He retweeted, re- retweeted it. And then so we said, oh, how about coming on board next year, Mickey? Haven't heard from him since. <laughs> <laughs> I think well, he's unfollowed me. Rob. <laughs> Rob has thrown down the gauntlet, Mickey, if you are listening, and you can respond to that challenge next week. We probably probably won't turn up now. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, what else did you make of the football this weekend? I mean, we have touched upon the arse humiliation. Yeah, Obviously, yeah. One, likes, one, one does like to dwell on it. <laughs> it's not very often we can, uh, you know, cheer West Ham. No, but I did think winning, I was encouraged by how, how rubbish they were, I must say. Who? The arse? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we, I you know, we were chatting about it briefly before, and I, I have come up with this theory which yeah. is which actually Dave's taken even further which is fantastic <laughs> I've come up with this theory it's a bit like the Manchurian candidate thing going on he's, he's basically there's a hypnosis um, 
event that's happened at uh, the bridge somewhere along the line and it's, poor old Czech doesn't know anything about it but Dave? Well I, I think they've put some electrodes in there and it'll bash <laughs> in that there. Do you reckon somebody sits there with a remote control? I think so yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I mean, um, almost like a, a droid. Yeah, Bramovich, you know, there's, you know, all that shady Russian uh, connections he's got. They have the technology and God knows he's got the money. Maybe one of his kids, it's like a big PlayStation thing. And he's sitting there at home with the uh, controls. You know what? You know what? I mean, we we laugh about these things, but... It It could happen. It's not impossible. (laughs) Well, I I think he was offered that or the sushi myself, but there we go. Yeah, that is not impossible. (laughs) So, uh, and then overall, going forward... Where do we think, what do we think we can achieve this season? Let's assume we get at least two of the three or four players we need. Let's assume we get a striker. Mm-hmm. We've been linked to that NG today. Oh, I'm glad Leon. you know how to say his name. NG. I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm assuming that's how you say it. I don't right, know. Okay. But that was, uh, there was actually a tweet from, according to Harry Hotspur, the old blogger there, yep. top blogger, he, he, um, he said that there was a tweet from a Sky journalist who said Spurs are pushing to complete this signing. So there must be something in that. So let's say we get him, we get a stri- at least one striker, and let's say <clears throat> another, either a creative or a midfielder. So that would be an average window. We'd, we'd hope for more. We'd hope for four players, I think. But if we can get two, what do we think we can achieve, realistically? I, I think we are going to be where we, we've been for the last few years. Yeah. Fifth, Fifth sixth, sixth at worst. Yeah. Yeah. I think what's quite um, interesting this, this season is that... Um, I mean, Chelsea looked rubbish again. In the, in the Community yeah. Shield, they looked poor. Yeah, and they haven't really Swansea, added anything. That yeah. defence is, is old and creaky. Yeah. Um, they haven't added any defenders, as far as I'm aware. They may have, no, they, may they have, are uh, after Stones, of course. Yeah, yeah. But it, even then, they're going to have to leave out Terry or Cahill. Or, yeah. So they're, they're, they're not in, in the best of health. Yeah. Arsenal, I thought, I've got a... It, it, it really like pains old, me to old. say it, but I thought they were going to be fantastic. Maybe when Sanchez starts playing. Yeah. Um, but it did look same old, same yeah. old. Yeah. So then you think, well, City, well, we're going to see what City do this evening. Yeah. No idea. And actually, United, I, I was expecting so much more from them. Yeah. Talking to the fans afterwards, they, they really dislike Rooney. They, they're desperate. Really? They're, yeah, yeah. They, they, since he asked, that time we asked for a transfer. Yeah. These guys, not uh, him. Not, get rid of him, get rid of him. Wow. If he could go, we, we, we should have taken the money wow. when it was offered. They've got no, they've got no goal scorer. Yeah. They're a bit like us. If, if Rooney goes... Yeah, who's going to play up front? As far as I'm aware, they, they, you know, there's nobody there yeah, that's going to do that. Van Persie's gone, Hernandez they bought, is going, he's bought a, Falcao's gone. He's bought a bargain bucket full of midfielders, Yeah, but he's bought... There's nothing else there. So the goal is going to go. It's not so much a bargain bucket price that you splashed out, <clears throat> well, though, is yeah, yeah, it? True, it's, true. But it's... Well, so I think that, that what, what this teaches and Liverpool didn't look at all good yesterday I didn't think he's, he's got a bit of a, a rag bag and I looked at him and I thought maybe he's got injuries and I checked and I looked at him he hasn't got any their full squad was available yesterday yeah. and it didn't look all that so but I suppose what we're saying is a lot will depend on what happens in the next three weeks of the tra- tra- two or three weeks left of the transfer window because any one of those bigger you know United, Chelsea or City could really yeah. splash out yeah. or even Arsenal they've got money on the other hand if they don't and we get two or three. If we, if we, if the dream scenario happened, and we got, say, a burly midfielder, a couple of creators, or or a couple of stri- or what we'd ideally want. If you get that Berahino, for example, mm-hmm. he can play up front as cover for Kane, but he can also play in one of the wide positions. Gone. He's got all that pace yeah. and guile. And then maybe let's say we, let's say let's dream. <laughs> right, you get Fellaini, you get Berahino, Ibrahimovic, Ibrahimovic. Is he? He's kind of available, he go, but yeah. he's trouble, isn't he? That's all right. I don't mind trouble for a season. Right, you, let's that, get, let's a get Mario Balotelli as well in. That's we'll a done question. With it. It's a bit late now, but would you take a season of one nils to win the league or not? Yes. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's not a question. That's one of the easiest questions I've ever had to answer. Well, because no, a lot of Spurs fans are. are sort yeah, of, that's no, Come on. I mean, yeah, I'd do whatever it takes to win the bloody league. I mean, I've, I mean, when I first started going to Spurs, it was the days of Hoddle, yeah. Adelis. We were playing great football, attacking football. We were the Fancy Dan team. Yeah. And there's that team down the road, the most boring team yeah. ever. Yeah, and that, we always had Winning that. things. Yeah. And then there's a role reversal where they're playing this fantastic football. We've ended up with their manager. We're playing yeah. boring football. They're playing the attacking football and winning. So... It's you the know, nightmare it's, scenario. It is. It? Yeah, it is. But they hadn't. They didn't win anything for a long time. Until no, the last couple of years. No, which is true. Which yeah. is they've got our old bug of when we played the technical. Yeah, football, played good football. Well, they they are very much late model Tottenham, aren't they? They play all. They've been playing for years. They've been playing great football and not winning anything. Mm. Always, always falling at the last. Always coming up short when they looked like they were going to put in a bid for the league. It's what Tottenham did for years, playing great football, and that's what they've been doing. And then then Tottenham would occasionally win a couple of FA Cups, which is exactly the same. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know what that says, what we need to do. Yes. I think what we need to do is keep keep going, keep getting these couple of players, get the stadium built, sell out to somebody really big, <laughs> and then put all the money in, and then win the league every year. That's what I dream of. I'd just like to say win a league at least <clears throat> once in my lifetime. Well, I think, because you've got to be optimistic, there's no point in being in anything like this unless you, unless you, you hope. Mm. And I think that this whole stadium, all the stick Levy gets and all that, but I think if he pulls this off, if he builds this stadium the way, the way he wants to do it, that we, we enter a different league, and then they probably sell, but they sell to someone really big and ambitious, and who's only the, uh, who, the sort of people who, the only point of buying a club like that is to be big and to be a major power. Yeah. And then I think we become, we start to, to, and I think the whole point of all this whole project with the training ground and the stadium and everything is to get us punching in the same weight division as United City, Chelsea and Arsenal. Did, did you get the online survey yet? Yeah. What did you think to that? Uh, I can't remember it now. I did fill it, it in. I mean, essentially it was about, do you want a three-year plan, a five-year plan? Do you oh, want, I don't know if I did. Do you want a rocket salad in your baguette? Ha! Yeah. No, I and didn't get that. Like, I haven't filled in that like one. Would you like semi-skimmed, well, filled in semi-skimmed a or... Uh, I like fully skimmed myself. Really? Like, well, do they like call it shareholders or yeah, shareholder yeah, yeah. tickets and you're you know, oh, you buying a guaranteed seat like for life? Sounds and great. Sounds great, yeah. It was just a bit, you know, what music would you like piped around the stadium? Yeah. The mall stroke stadium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stroke Community Centre. Yeah, no, but what we got, I mean, there's a lot of dissent, obviously, about this whole thing. There's many reasons to object to it, but... But, but... Go on. I I think the problem is that that we in this country, we're looking at the the model of United, or we're looking at the the, the model of where, you know, people are paying 250 quid a ticket. Yeah. Well, what they should be doing is looking to Germany, where the season tickets are so much lower. I agree with you. The wages are the same. Listen, I'm the last person to to price the proletariat out of football, but I think when Spurs have a stadium that that holds 60,000 plus, there will be different pricing levels in order to fill it. But the prices won't go, I'll tell you, they'll go one way. I don't know. Uh, they've got to fill the ground. They've got, they've got to, f- to fill it against Hull and uh, Blackburn. Yeah, and, well, exactly. Blackburn. We might be in the championship. They will one. sell tickets <laughs> at the level they need to sell them at. And I'll I tell you an interesting uh, bit of evidence to support that argument is what's happening with West Ham, who hilariously, about a few months ago, came out and said, we're going to have much cheaper tickets when we move to the... As if it was some act of Christian <laughs> generosity on their part. It's so obviously because they haven't got a cat in hell's chance of filling that stadium mm. unless they price it right. And so I think that's a good thing 
I mean, it's not nothing to do with their altruism, that's for sure. But it's a good thing if they've got a stadium that's too big for them, so they have to start letting kids in for free and selling tickets for 10 quid and stuff. And I think that Tottenham... Unless football grows and uh, unless the market grows, I think Tottenham will will have to have a certain amount of tickets that are priced very reasonably. And in fact, at the moment they can't meet the demand. It's certainly in the bigger games, obviously, and they will and they but they will you know they will fulfill fill the demand for the bigger games and for the smaller games they'll price it accordingly. Because Levy is one thing he knows about is economics and basic supply and demand and pricing and all that, and he'll he'll price it. So I think we may find that uh, ordinary fans benefit. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> it would be nice to think so. I mean, you mentioned about the German leagues. Was it sort of 20 quid a game or something? Yeah, it's, it's yeah. ridiculous. For 200 and something, 280 yeah, yeah, and it's... But they have big stadiums, right? Well, so are we. We're talking about yeah. having a big stadium. That's why I'm talking about as well. That's how they can do it, and that's how but, we can do United it. But United have got a big stadium, and this yeah, is Yeah, but United's what... slightly different, isn't well, it? Because it's a sort it's of unique brand. Industry. It's actually it's a, a unique brand. I mean, it is, transcends... But it's the TV money that, you know... It, it, yeah. It, but what my... my why I started that conversation and why yeah. I said I think that people like Levy because he's a businessman will look at that model rather than look at the German model yeah and they will say well he'll do what, you, whatever the market they will say forces uh, him to do interesting you looked I, looked, I looked, had a look today there's a hotel football which is I think it's something to do with one of the Neville's at Man United yeah yeah, yeah my mate works with okay, them okay well yeah. have a look and see what their packages are for, for games Newcastle game 450 quid which, right. which gets you a ticket, gets you a VIP lounge, it gets you a meal, yeah. it gets you this, this, and you know that's yeah. it, and that's that, just, yeah. But that's United, incredible. I think United's different because United sells out, does sell out every game, doesn't it? Every league game. I mean, it is like so. It, it, let, let's be honest. We all talk about this as if it's um, some something to do with anything other than economics. It's only to do with yeah, economics. Supply and demand. Exactly. Yeah. So United, they price their tickets to optimize the amount of income. And they've got the supply always outstrips uh, demand always outstrips supply. Mm-hmm. That's not the case down here at Tottenham at the moment. No, they they don't have sixty thousand people queuing up to get into every game, so they will have to price the tickets accordingly in exactly the same way that West Ham are having to do it. Now that may change if Tottenham get more successful, or if the economy improves, or something, or people get richer, or the, the demand for football gets even higher. That may change. You might, we might end up like Man United. But I think in the short, the, the short and medium term, I think it could be, uh, it it'd could be, be a way it, of getting more people in. It'll be interesting to see what Martin's got to say next week on that. Yeah, it will. In that, in the old trust, he's got a foot in both camps, hasn't he? He has indeed. Yeah. Poor old Martin. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, I don't know. Uh, normally, I get normally uh, the engineer is he signals to me how long I've got to go, but I think he's a bit distracted in the corner there. How long have I gone? Have we gone over? Oh, I've got three minutes. Three minutes. three minutes. Okay, three minutes. So that's good. That's the sort of time you want at the end for predictions, mm-hmm. game predictions. So let's have a let's have a, a score prediction for the Stoke game, Rob. Two one Spurs. Do you want to tell us any details? Who do you fancy uh, to Kane score? Kane scores, I think, uh, yeah. from what I see. Kane scores the first one. From what you see. And then uh, it's, uh, what's his name? Chadley. Chadley. Um, I'm, I'm being very optimistic and saying 2 Neil Spurs with yeah. Harry Kane. And um, I think maybe Deli Alley might crop up and, and mm. knock in. Yeah, come off goal. the bench maybe. And possibly Charlie Adam getting sent off. I mean, that's a given, isn't <laughs> oh, it? Oh, that'd be good, wouldn't it? That's yeah, a given. I, I, think, I think we could win 2 0. I think Harry Kane will get off the mark, yeah, maybe. And uh, spectacular solo effort from Eric Lamella. Rabona. <laughs> yeah, maybe a Rabona, or maybe a beat of two or three players and pop it in. <laughs> yeah. 
Anyway, I think that's it because I've done all my housekeeping. So um, all that remains for me to say is thank you, Dave and Rob, for turning Pleasure. up to thank the show. You. And uh, thanks for listening, everyone at home or wherever you are, in the car or whatever. And uh, we'll be back next week with Mike and the guys. Ta-da! Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.